It's a Saturday morning. It's time for a wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hi, Denny. It's good to see you the other day at Haskell's. That was kind of fun. Problem is we both are getting older. Well, well, I I didn't think I didn't think that about I didn't think that about you. (laughs) I didn't think that about you either. I just thought it to myself. Oh, I see. Okay, we've known each other such a long time. Long time. You know, I was just thinking too, Jack, that that for those folks that you know, we get a lot of new listeners all the time. Of course, moving, moving into the Twin Cities. Uh, just briefly, you know, we'll talk more about Haskell's later, but how long has Haskell's been around? Family run, right? Yes, we came in 1934, right after Prohibition. Prior to Prohibition, Benny Haskell supplied everybody in town, sort of the silk stocking set, with their beverages during Prohibition. And he was convicted, so he was a felon. And his wife had to have the liquor license. And at the time, if you had a liquor license, you had to be on premise. And she said to him, what am I supposed to do while you're selling whiskey to all your buddies? He said, go to France and buy some wine. So Fritzy did that in 1934, 35. Wow. And that's how Haskell's really got into the wine business by her doing that. But so we were operating prior to Prohibition, unfortunately. In fact, a funny story uh, with that prior to Prohibition, uh, as we all know, uh, George Bush passed away, and yes. I have it on very good authority that his very first taste of scotch was at Southaway's, the Pillsbury House out on Lake Minnetonka, which unfortunately was torn down this spring, but it was a magnificent old estate home. And the Pillsburys had him for uh, New Year's holiday, and uh, the father, the gra- uh, Grandpa Pillsbury at the time, said that, uh, why don't you try scotch? because uh, he didn't drink scotch, and he had his very first scotch at Southaway's, and there's probably almost a 100% chance that Haskell's indeed supplied. How about that? What a story. Scotch. Yeah. Well, what what can we talk about today? You know what I thought we'd talk about? It is the season, December 1st. Let's talk about some wine accessories as gifts. I mean, anybody who likes wine is about the easiest person in the world to buy for, I think. There's so many wonderful wine gifts you can give people. Starting, let's start with openers. I mean, the type of openers is unlimited. Let me caution everybody right off the bat, though, not to buy any CO2 uh, openers where you pump gas in to release the cork. I've seen too many bottles blow up. Uh, with people doing that. Bottles are rather fragile. And because, you know, very few wine bottles are made real, real strong, uh, the possibility is pretty hefty that you could blow the bottle up. And so if you have any CO2 pumps, give them to somebody else or throw them away. They really aren't a good way to open up a wine bottle. Uh, You know, it's kind of nice to have uh, different types. The waiter's corkscrew is about the best. That's a leverage corkscrew, and usually you can get a two-step one where you just push on the first lever. It's a little easier, and then you do the second lever, and it's kind of easy to open. And if you have arthritis or something, the scruple is just marvelous. It has a Teflon worm. The worm in a corkscrew is the swirly part at the bottom that goes into the cork, and it's covered with Teflon, so it goes in very, very easily, and as it goes in, it pulls the cork up. So people that have a hard time or arthritic, a scruple is the answer there. Then there's uh, other 
kind of corkscrews, such as the Asso, which is two blades on either side that you kind of seesaw back and forth into the bottle. And what that does is it'll take an older cork out of the bottle intact. How many times have you tried to open a bottle of wine and broken the cork with an Asso? That's uh, almost impossible to do. Uh, another absolute must, I think, for anybody who likes wine is something called Wine Away. Wine Away is the very, very best wine remover I have ever encountered in my entire career. I remember once about, oh golly, a long time ago, it was Christmas Eve and I had a camel jacket on and we were leaving the store and I bumped into one of the people who had a glass of wine in their hand and it went all over the front of my sport coat and there was no time to go home and change or do anything else. And somebody said, we just got this stuff in that's called Wine Away. Well, we sprayed it all over the sleeve in the front of my coat. By the time I got to my destination, you couldn't tell there was a spot there. And I've repeated that many times. I remember we were at a, a friend's house and someone spilled wine on top of a brand new reupholstered chair. And the hostess was just beside herself. I said, just a minute, I called and got some wine away. We sprayed it all over. The next morning she called, and I think I could have gotten anything in the world from that dear lady. She was ecstatic because you couldn't tell that there was ever even a wine spot on her newly upholstered chair. Wine Away does that. It's a citrus-based wine remover, and it's absolutely wonderful. So anybody who drinks wine or uh, people, uh, you're having a party or something, be sure and have a little wine away. It certainly does put your mind at ease in case somebody uh, should spill wine on your new white rug. You know, a lot of gifts of wine are kind of fluffed, particularly I think aerators fall in that category. Uh, if you have a wine carafe, that's the best aerator there is and you just pour the wine in, and it aerates the wine immediately. Some of the other gimmicky ones are kind of fun to have around, but they really don't do a lot, in my opinion, for uh, the the wine lover, because they while they aerate the wine, it's just as easy to do it by pouring it into a decanter. Another great gift for wine lovers is something called a vacuvin. Vacuvin is a little hand pump, and it comes with a set of rubber washers, and you put the rubber washer on top of the bottle of wine after it's opened, you pump all the air out with the little hand pump that comes with it, and put it on the shelf or in the refrigerator, and then when you want to have the wine, just take that sealer off and pour the wine. And believe me, it extends the life of the wine, not indefinitely, but it'll keep wine, if it's pumped like that, for at least three or four days with absolutely no or very, very minor deleterious effects. Of course, who can deny the use of all things like wine glasses? There's so many wine glasses you can give people. Uh, from Everything from big balloons to champagne flutes. And I think uh, one good all-purpose wine glass, and an all-purpose wine glass, in my opinion, is any wine glass that will hold 12 ounces. You only fill it about a third full, so you fill it with four ounces. So you've got an eight-ounce area where you can enjoy the wine. And, you know, the sense of smell, your mouth can only determine four things, sweet, sour, salt, and bitter. Your nose can detect over 60,000 different things. 
So you have to have space in your wine glass to get the aroma and bouquet and all those part of the enjoyment. So be sure your wine glasses are at least a 12-ounce cup. And then the size of the stem will depend on the convenience. Sometimes these big, beautiful balloons are virtually impossible to be put in a dishwasher and have to be washed by hand. So there's a little practicality in buying a good, all-purpose wine glass that doesn't have uh, a big stem on it, and you can use it for all different kinds of wine. The only time it's a special glass to have, in my opinion, is a champagne flute. You notice I didn't say champagne saucers. Champagne saucers were a Victorian affectation. Uh, the original glasses for champagne were flutes. And then in the Victorian era, the dandies would carry around on their watch fob a little swirly stick and would swirl around the champagne and put it under a lady's nose, and it was said to woo her with those champagne bubbles. I prefer they spend a lot of money putting bubbles in champagne, and I prefer to enjoy my bubbles in the champagne. So get some flutes and use those uh, saucer champagnes uh, for dispensing candy or nuts or making a shrimp cocktail, but don't use them for champagne. Bottle tags are very handy uh, to put on wines, as are glass identifiers. Oh, if you're having a party, etc., they're just absolutely terrific. Of course, there's wine books. There's hundreds of different wine books, wine maps, wine games. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, and these accessories really are all kind of fun. They're sort of unique uh, and very, very practical, in my opinion. If you don't buy a lot of those fluffy things like aerators or dangerous things, like those CO2 wine remover or cork removers, uh, just stay away from those, and I think you'll be very happy. But just imagine all—excuse <coughs> me—all the wonderful wine accessories you can buy to please that wine aficionado on your list. Oh, I forgot one. What? It's a new one. It's called Chirpy, and it's the—it's <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen. It fits in that impractical area. You put it on the cork, and it's a stopper pourer. It stops up, and when you pour, it chirps like a canary. It's very, very funny. <laughs> That's neat. Well, those are great ideas, like you said. It's one of the easier things. If you know the person on your gift list is a wine lover, there's a lot of great ideas. Yes, and you had them today. Well, Jack, let's talk about Haskell's and, uh, and what's going on there. I just got well, something in the mail yesterday. Yes, our holiday sale started yesterday, and today is our fabulous sparkling wine tasting from 1 to 4 at all uh, 11 Haskell stores, you will find champagnes and sparkling wines available to taste. It's really amazing. There's lots and lots of sparkling wines to taste and try for yourself to see if you uh, haven't found something new in the sparkling area that will just dazzle your palate. And I'm sure stopping in between 1 and 4 today, There'll be lots of sparkling wines open, and you'll get an opportunity to look at some of these wine accessories we talked about today. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big, big dollars on wine. As I said, our sale started yesterday and will go on through 
uh, after the first of the year. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars online. Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior. There's Haskell's in Faribault, right off of 35. Our Maple Grove Superseller is not to be missed. Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis has free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Minnetonka at Ridgedale, there's a Haskell's. You'll find Haskell's in St. Paul's Highland Village, Plymouth, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com or go to WCCO.com slash wine. It'll take you right to the Haskell's website where you can peruse our 12-page holiday catalog, which has lots of wonderful wines for your enjoyment. And incidentally, we have this new wonderful liqueur. It's called Louisa. It's the hottest thing in the market right now. It's coffee, caramel, pecan, liqueur. And let me tell you, put a little of that in the coffee, you'll never have Irish coffee again. You'll want Louisa's coffee. I know where I'll be stopping when I get off the air here, for sure. All <laughs> right, so have a good week. We'll talk one week I'm from today. I'm going to look forward to it, Danny. Thanks very much. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.